Welcome back after a long delay, folks. We are back with the Character Corner Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Palm. Yes, we are here. Been, we've been busy, but we're gonna, we said we were gonna do this. Um, I'm, we're doing the Shang-Chi uh, Character Corner here, uh, Master of Kung Fu. Um, so I actually wanted, and I'm glad I did this, I really wanted to do this when this when it dropped in theaters, but I wanted to see the movie first, and I'm really glad I did. I think it's a good to see the movie and then go over the history of this character. Uh, right before I started, I talked to, to, to Devolve about this. It was like, whew, man, that's a lot of racism. Racism <laughs> strong, man. I'm just, is, look. Racism uh, is strong in the, this character's history here. Um, uh, so before we get into this, for anybody who's new, so uh, the Character Corner podcast, we go over... Uh, the history of comic book characters from Marvel and DC, uh, sometimes uh, runs from our favorite care, um, favorite writers. Uh, I know right now we're in the middle of doing a reread of um, Jonathan Hickman. We're doing a Jonathan Hickman uh, series. We're going through all of his Marvel stuff. Uh, we've gotten right up to Avengers. Um, so we'll be talking about that coming next month to finish that up. Um, but yeah, we've been and and I'm I'm really am gonna try. We've been doing a lot of Marvel. I promise in 2021 we're gonna be doing more, um, more DC stuff. We'll we'll find some. There's some DC characters I want to hit. It's just that Marvel keeps pumping out the characters. I like like I'm like oh man, we should do Moon Knight now. We should also do Hawkeye. Like there's, there's I'm like <laughs> because Marvel keeps pumping these things out. It's like oh man, it was a perfect time to go read. It. And I'm like DC, where the fuck are you guys at, man? Come on, man. Like I need you guys to. Who are you going to do? You want me to do a character corner on Peacemaker? What the fuck's going on here, man? Come on. Come on, guys. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, anyway, we're jumping right in and we're covering this character. There's going to be a, a, an interesting um, character corner here because I think it's going to be talking more about just culturally how Marvel's had to adjust and change for some of their characters. And I would even say how some of the changes they're making in the MCU are as much as people sometimes bitch and complain are for the better. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it goes into, I mean, we talked about this when we did the, you know, if you're a premium member, you hear us talk with, with Ro about the, the movie Shang-Chi. And I think we mentioned then it was like, whoo, man, they could not have made this movie, you know, when in 2008, when they had, they had listed as one of the characters they wanted to do, right. When they got the funding, when Marvel Studios had gotten funding to go forth and, and make, make movies, make movies with the characters, that was one of the characters they had listed. Um, that character, Black Panther, but it took them clearly, you know, almost a decade to start, you know, to, over a decade to make uh, both of those, those movies. And right. looking back at it, I go, yeah, they needed that. Take your time. Take, <laughs> you need that. You take your time. Um, because I think there's no... Uh, I mean, and you see that with Black Panther only, but I, I will say after going through some of the Shang-Chi, like, history and the character stuff like that, like, I think this is a perfect example of one of those characters where the character is stronger now from the 2020 uh, to 2021 series they did with the character and the movie than all the history you had before him. I, so, I went into reading this the same way you're like the same way we both went into it. Like honestly, we knew there was racism. We didn't know it was this much racism. Um, I've tried to contextualize for myself the first run, mm-hmm. the 125 issues they got. You talking about the ones in uh, what was it? Uh, Late 70s through right into 83. The, yeah, the the Master of Kung Fu uh, series. Hands of Hands of Shang Chi. Yeah, Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, for me, they were. This was a very much a picture of like if you want to talk about some of the period specific uh, Batman Superman stuff where there was a lot more sci-fi. This was striking where the iron was hot as far as people were buying kung fu properties. They were going to talk about kind of how this all came about in a second, but I don't know. I think if you look at it more in the context of its own book, and not, it's still super fucking racist. <laughs> but, it's super fucking racist, but it exists in very much a side continuity of Marvel comics at the time. Oh yeah, it's definitely a product of a time. Like I mean, yeah. I think that's the thing. It this is a character and everything about it. When you go into the history, and and and, it, and it's one of the things people say this all the time about all these things, right? Oh, it's a product of its time. I think the 
the follow-up to that statement though is is a product of his time and that time was racist right and i think i think that's what i think that's what's always missing from that that statement because it's true it's like yeah oh whoa, 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 yeah you know episode two of uh next generation of uh star trek it, it was a product of his time i was like yes and it's super super racist for those who don't know that's code of honor that is the um super racist episode where uh they uh, uh they go to the african planet if you've never seen code of honor I implore you, go see how racist. Or, or if you want to stop your Star Trek friend <laughs> in his tracks, yes, ask him about Code of Honor yeah. and watch his yeah. entire watch the well, brain go to work. Yeah, how to explain this? Because well, to and, someone who's not doesn't care. And and, 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 and and but here's why I say that you know a lot of what happened with Song Chi kind of relates to the Code of Honor to me, and and this is why. When you when you look at code of honor from today's eyes you're like oh my god this is racist as fuck why did anybody approve this but when you look at it from the conscience of that time period the people that were making that episode thought they were doing a good thing they thought they were making the most like progressive non-racist thing oh no we have a whole planet that's full of black people and it's like yeah sure they're dressed in African guards but isn't that what black people do like yeah look at it we're showing them that while they're dressed like savages, they're not really savages. And all this other, like, they thought they were making a very progressive show. But it wasn't. It's still, it's very, very fucking offensive. And that's how I look at what happens with some of these early things with Shang-Chi. It's like, they thought, oh yeah, Master of Kung Fu. Look, yeah, he's a Kung Fu master. That's great, right? Because, you know, Asian and Kung Fu. And it's, that's, that's just what it is. And all the context that you're like... Yeah, but like you do realize that not every Asian person knows kung fu, and that never, that's not whoa, like, everything. Whoa, like, whoa, you, whoa. right? You know, it's just like you don't have. That's to, called fake news, right? <laughs> you know, and but I think that's what it was, and so I was, I would just, I was reading all this stuff, and like you said, and and I think this goes back to something that we remember. I remember when, um, when uh, before Iron Man three, when. Kevin Feige was asked about, hey, can you bring the Mandarin? And he was like, no, nah, we're never bringing the Mandarin to screen because that is racist. Like, and you're like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, yeah, no, guys. Yeah, that character, I get that he's a major Iron Man villain. Racist as fuck, guys. Like, everybody's just like, no, nah, man, come on, what are you talking about? And you start looking at him like, well, well he does have the Fu Manchu uh, mustache. And oh, his, that's yeah. why I couldn't get people like start looking at it. Dog, open your phone. Fu- <laughs> what are you looking at? This shit has been. He's got the long fingernails. He looks like oh like, my god! I was just reading about this shit about the movie and doing kind of like contextual reading around the books. Someone, some white writer, and he's white. I go, had the temerity to say this Shang Chi is more like Tony Stark than the Shang Chi in the books. In the books, he's so stoic and single minded. I was like, <laughs> you don't even know how racist you sound. <laughs> This white man published this stuff under his given name. And I was like, huh. <laughs> there was something occurred to you to just not say this. Um, like one of the things I loved about reading the new um the new series is I remember it's in like the first issue of and he's sitting there in his apartment, he's talking to another character, and she goes like Chunk, no offense, but your English sounds like a fortune cookie. It's hard to take. You've been in the West for quite a while now. You know the language. Why do you talk like that? And he says in his head, he's like, I found that if I slow my cadence, use wise words, Westerners look at me rather than pass me when I speak. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, because like, I'm not going to lie. That's something that bothered me up, up to this point, up to 2021. I'm like... I'm reading these books and I'm like, why does Song Chi still talk like this? Like, I was like, like just talk to the goddamn. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and we'll get into the history of something. Like I'm like, man, your mom's half white. Why are you talking like this? Like, what is going uh, on? And I'm like, oh man. So before we get into this, I, I there's a couple of things I, I I've I've kind of I was thinking about this to myself, right? Because I'm 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 going through this uh, and and like I said, it's. When I would start going through this, I'm like, man, this is going to be a difficult character corner for us because we're not going to kind of go through. I mean, the history is there and stuff like that, but like some of the significant things that are there, you're like, it's still kind of racist. I'm like, you look at the timeline going like, this is 2015. Like, why are we still doing this? And it started hitting me 
that it so like you you, you said this before like the 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 books follow and and it's whole the whole thing with 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 Sung Chi came from trying to build on the popularity of the kung fu TV show first of all right, right? Um, I know uh, Steve Englehart and, and Jim Starlin both came to WB first. They were like, well, you own the rights to, to the Kung Fu show. Let us make a movie off of that. They were like, no. And then so they went to Marvel. Marvel said, okay. And basically said, but you got to use Fu Manchu as, as one of the characters. And you also got to make the character uh, half white, right? So right there off the back, you started off with the kind of the racism. But I thought about it. I was like, well, they're making it off the Kung Fu TV show. And I was like, well, anybody knows the history behind the Kung Fu TV show? You also know. That's racist. Because it should have been, it should have been Bruce Lee, but he was too Asian, yes. so they didn't go that route. So it's like you are so starting there already, right? And and I'm and I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, why, why has it taken so hard? Because when you look at this, when you compare the introduction of Song Chi, and I was reading some of this stuff, compared to like say Black Panther around the same. Because matter of fact, Song Chi came out in 70, 73. Black Panther was mm. in the sixties. Why is it that even with Black Panther, and there's going to be some stuff there that you're like, oh, okay, a little bit too much. But like, you look at what they did with, with, with Wakanda and Black Panther, and I'm like, why couldn't they do that with the Asian characters? I, I found a lot of y'all a lot more forgiving about early Black Panther shit than I am, man. Well, no, 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 don't get me wrong. It's so, it's so racist. Still right, but it, it's different though, right? Like you read that, and you're just like, you're it's, right, you're right. It, 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 it hits differently, right? And it, and it, well, then it hit me. I was like, oh wait, think of the time period. All right, Asian character, Asian countries have long been seen as the enemies of the United States. See, it's different when you're when you're saying, "Oh, we're gonna make these black people things." It's like, well, that's covering over, it's moving over some of the internal racism of the United States, right? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna give you this, right? But but Asian countries have always long been seen as enemies or competition or things like that, right. and I think that creeps into all this, and we've seen it, right? You see it creep into the pop culture. So it comes in that, oh, we're going to do this. stuff. So even when they're trying to do the right thing, they think they're making something that is, you know, uh, not racist. It still comes off as racist. Like I started, you know, a Marvel gotten the, the rights to uh, uh, the Fu Manchu character. Right. And oh, oh my God, when I started reading, because I when I first read like how the character got created, I was like, yeah. okay, this is the fucking I was like, this is a fucking onion. I was a fucking onion. I was like, this is a Wikipedia. Somebody, somebody's fucking with Wikipedia. Fucking, and I found it was actually an article, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He was in a seance, and it spelled out China Man? And he, I'm like, excuse me, guys? <laughs> excuse me? I'm really glad you read it, so I ain't gotta say anything. <laughs> like, I'm like, are you fucking happy. serious right now? And, and so, and, and that's the start of it, right? And so, and that character you know, is the classic fictional villain that you always see in, uh, especially the older you get, but the old, uh, the old caricature of a, a, an Asian villain with, you know, the, the, the slanty eyes and the, the evil criminal genius, a mad scientist with the, with a thin wispy beard and all like that character that is. And if you think about it, that's the character that they made the Mandarin for years. So going Dog, back to so, what, so this is why when they made the ancient one, <laughs> right? So the Swinton, everybody's like, "It should be an Asian." I'm like, "Yeah, y'all don't want it. Y'all think you want it. You don't want it, right?" And and, and that and that's the thing. It's like, and I, and I think Marvel Studios has learned to okay, we gotta. And I think what they did with Shang Chi is is the best way of right. Let's just let's just redefine, it. completely redefine mm-hmm. how we do it, right? And, and go that way. And, and they've started doing that. Like Wong. In the comics, Wong's just a manservant to Doctor Strange. Here, Wong's a fully formed character that gets in his own shit. I mean, this motherfucker's running and <laughs> doing bum fights with the abomination, right? It's like he's got his own agency. He's also leading the world. He's, he's right up there, you know, with, you know, as a peer of Doctor Strange, right? Versus just being some, some manservant that warns him. It's like, hey, man, you shouldn't do that shit, right? Um, and so Marvel's gone out of their way to kind of try to redefine what some of these characters are and said, hey, you know what? We can't be directly tied to these. It's too racist. We can't do it. So like you said, the Mandarin, that is the, that is the character in the comics looks just like this Dr. Fu Manchu, right? And, and so Marvel got the rights to that character 
um, and they were uh, going to be generating books off of it. And so when Englehart and, and Starlin came to them, was saying, "Hey, we want to do uh, we want to do a, a kung fu series." And again, remember back in this time period, all of these books, you know, and comics were kind of built off of those pop pop culture. You had horror, you had uh, you know uh, things uh, dealing with the war. You had um and then you have kung fu kung fu is 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 very popular this time so they want to pick up on that so like hey we want to we want to do a uh a a uh adaptation comic book you know and so marvel went with it and said hey you need to um use uh this um this villain uh because we had gotten the comic rights for this villain and again make the protagonist half white so in that first issue of what was it? Special edition fifteen, special Marvel edition fifteen. Special Marvel edition fifteen. Yes. Yeah, special Marvel edition fifteen. Uh, you get the first appearance of this new the character that created Shang Chi, who is the son of uh this Fu Manchu, and then his mother is half white. Um, and that's what you're dealing with. You know, again, evil genius that wants to take over the world has trained his son to also be an assassin and take over and things like that. And the son, you know, uh, decides he doesn't want to go down that path. And, and that starts, starts the way, uh, the way down, the, uh, starts where they're going for this. There's a character they, they, they model off of Bruce Lee, obviously looks like Bruce Lee. And again, to me, it's insult to injury because again, the Kung Fu series that they wanted to base this off of was, <laughs> End up going with David Carradine, and, and it was I, I want to say wasn't that Bruce Lee's idea even? I think he went to them. I'm I'm pretty sure it was Bruce Lee's idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his idea, and they were like, "Nah, basically, but you, you it's too Asian." And I'm just like, "Shit, be you know." And so, yeah, um, and so that's where the character's born, and so um, you get uh, it's it, special uh, Marvel edition. Um, and then by issue 17, it gets renamed into the hands of Shang-Chi Master of Kung Fu. Uh, the character is known for not having powers, but he is able to channel his chi, has incredible, um, martial arts capabilities. Um, and when it comes to -to hands-to-hand weapons is a master of all. Um, For those of you who are younger listeners, this is the time in the, in, in the 20th century when the West became obsessed with karate and kung fu, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Karate Kid would be would come out in 1984. Mm-hmm. Kind of a time frame when all this is happening. Like this is this is your biggest movie stars were your Jean Claude Van Damme's, were your action stars, people who could actually do the things that they said that they could do. Like this is how that this wave is happening. This is why, honestly, like when I read this the first time, 120 issues of this seemed. Daunting. Like, I was like, how'd they pull that shit off? And it was because people wanted that Kung Fu shit. Yeah. I mean, it's really what it, it turns into. I mean, it literally turns him into... I mean, yes, he does interact with some of the other characters in the Marvel Universe, but really what this is, is you get this half-Asian, half-white man who knows Kung Fu, who's now... And I think most of the time they moved him, transferred him to uh, the United States, and he's basically living in the United States, doing Kung Fu and things like that. And again... Dealing with the whole thing of he's not he, oh, he's so he's so exotic and doesn't know our customs <laughs> and and that kind of and and to me outside of just the Fuman, this that is to me the racism stuff that carries throughout a lot of the later books even the more modern books because he's treated as someone who is an outsider and just is exotic and different and mysterious and doesn't and I'm like that is like. Uh, again, when I juxtapose this with what they did in the movie, I like what they did there instead. Yeah. You know, it just, it makes it so much more sense. It's like, okay, he is, he's not that much of an outsider. Yes, he understands the customs of his work, but he's like, he's also, he's living in America for 10, 15 years. So it's like he, like, I, I think one point in the movie, there's like, wait, I didn't, you speak Chinese. I didn't know you could do that. It, I didn't, it's like, yeah, I've been living here some time, entire time. Like he should be able to do that kind of stuff, right? But I feel like this is every time he shows up later on throughout this these series, it doesn't feel like the character really progresses as a character. He's just kind of been stuck in that same nineteen seventies period. 
you know? And it's just, it's just, it, it's always been weird to me when you go through some of the book, even when you get through some of the stuff that's good with him in there, you know, and, and how they use him, it's just stuck. He, so for years, like his appearance is so, the 125 issues, it's fine. It's just like racist, tropey. Right. It's whatever. It's whatever you're expecting from late 70s, early 80s kung fu comic books. Or I would say just kung fu anything. Like it's that's the thing that gets me about it. It's 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 not too far off from what you see because even when you think about some of the the things that were made and imported over here for Americans, it's just like what I that quote I read from from the the, the latest comics is like, oh yeah, I find if we just talk like this and Americans understand it, it's like it's it's almost like you dumb it down for the dumb Americans because you know this is what they want to see, so fucking give it to them, you know. And from from that point forward, he's been kind of like, you're right, not just stuck, but kind of like a a catch-all martial artist for so many of these books. In 07, he's a lead of a Heroes for Hire book where he doesn't really get that much of development. In uh, 2010, uh, Secret Avengers, he joins that team. Every breaker has his father to be brought back. Um, They drop his name from being Fu Manchu, who was only an alias. His real name was Zhang Zhu, and like they found different ways to kind of recontextualize some of the racist stuff, but right, for because, so long because Marvel that, does lose the, the does eventually lose the rights to Fu Manchu, so they got to figure out a way to well, how do we handle this? Um, yeah, how do how do we handle losing that character, and we can no longer use some because they did break some of those characters that were in those other comic books uh, in, and so now they had to kind of get couldn't right. use any of those those names anymore, so it's like. We're now stuck. We have Song Chi here, who 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 fully formed, but like his big, it, it, you know, antagonist the entire time is his father, right? And I would say that this is other, and we talked about this. And again, I'm so glad we're doing this after having seen the movie and, and really gone through this, because it's one of the things I brought up when we were reviewing the movie, going like, I really liked how they handle the the family aspects mm-hmm. in the movie, because again, it's another one of those things that's very telling when you see this like oh yeah well he this is an, an asian man and so he, he's either going to be evil or he's gonna he's gotta you know be completely disconnected from his family he can't he he, he does he want to go with tradition or does he want to go with being blended into the, the into the modern times and things like that and it's oh. like is that kind of icky and i think that's the, the racism piece that that bothers me the most the out and out racism, like the Fu Manchu stuff, is like ah, okay, fine. You know that's that's easy to like. I expect that, right? And it's that stuff is the easy stuff for everybody to kind of agree with. We got to get rid of that. It's the other subtle stuff in there of making him such an outsider, you know, mm. in a world that he's lived in for years. Like again, him getting caught up by this character is like, yeah, why do you talk like that? And then later on, like he he, I was like, you you kind of realize he's been code switching. And later on, he kind of co-switches, and he's about to say something in that way. He's finally says, "Fuck no!" He just says it the right way. He just says it the normal way, like you would normally expect. He's just like, "I don't have time for doing this shit." And you're like, "Yeah, dude. Okay, I get that. I actually relate to that shit. I get, uh, dude. Say no more. I understand it now. You know, you gotta talk that way because that's the only time they'll understand me. Because any other time, they just, you know, they look at me like I'm a weirdo. So I gotta speak wise and then." Jumble my words and sound like fucking Yoda for them to even take me serious for how I'm doing things, you know? And so, yeah. So they do a lot of stuff. Like you said, Ed Brookbaker with the Secret Avenger stuff. It's like when they redefine who his father is um, mm-hmm. and his father bringing him, uh, him back. And, you know, again, then making his father, uh, again, leaning on that trope and kind of what they did in the movies, leaning on that trope of, you know, the the Asian Asian man that wants to take over the world, but they they added some extra stuff in there, right? This idea that he his father got longevity because he had I think it was a say his brother, so it wasn't a twin brother, it was his his younger brother, and that his father had taken that power from his younger brother, right? And to to give himself long life, and again that's what Ed Brubaker does there. I think it again kind of. Gets what are some of the the bigger racist tropes that have targeted this character, but it still does with this thing of oh, okay, of course, you know, yang and yang. All right, so you know, the of course the evil, 
the 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 evil sibling takes the power from this like there's so many of these tropes that they kind of go with you're like it's still there right it's still going from there and we'll get into we'll probably spend more of our time talking about the 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 new the new series that they're doing which is very very good even that changes that dynamic a little bit more towards like something they did in the, the the movie which is like it's just family you know and mm-hmm. and and dealing with the human emotions around family and things like that i'm like this makes it more relatable and makes it less I'd say foreign like I, it's, that's, it's, that's it's, not the word you're trying to avoid but it's the word that fits here the best because it is yeah. good no i mean it, it's the word that fits here the best and it's and I don't mean that in that is wrong to be foreign. It, it nothing's wrong with it, but it's like it's different when you're reading something and you can read basically what are white writers trying to write a character to be foreign. And it's like mm-hmm. we got to make him different enough to show that this is what makes him different. I'm like, or or we can just write him normal because we all go through families. Sometimes we have fucked up family. Sometimes you know you, you, the, the 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 this is a character throughout. If you boil down everything, you're, everything I've read from Shang-Chi, right? All this negative thing really boils down to him trying not to fall into the legacy of his father. Oh, God. There's, and, you're right there. And I like, I like that you're right, because what happened with Marvel for me, like in reading this and kind of timing it up with the stuff that we know about kind of the synergy in the corporate side, the best thing to do in the movies is they boil down the character like three or four essential aspects of the character. And it feels like they were doing that in the books before they did it in the movies for Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. They kept saying, here, we're trying this. Didn't really work. We're going to try, make him, um, we'll have him. So for a long time, he was the backdrop for some of the characters who needed training. So when Spider-Man lost his spider sense during Dan Slott's run, he gets trained by Shang-Chi to fight without him. And it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's fun. It's expressive. But that's where his ties there ended. When he is doing the guest spot in uh, Domino. Helps her reconnect with her abilities, but then that's kind of over. I like that you're right, that they were able to come say with the more universal themes of family and boil it down. There is the uh, the, John, the Jin, Jin Yang series and then the current series by Yang again, where it's just been the last few years. I think that this is the best version of this. He's had more notoriety in recent years. They let him... He was an Avenger during the Time Runs Out run. Mm-hmm. He's very important as far as the um, as far as the reconciliation of that one site that no one could figure out how to use. He becomes literally a one man army of replicating uh, 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 Shang Master Kung Fu's. Yeah, that's in the uh, Avengers World Twenty and the Avengers Volume Five Thirty Eight, which we'll get into because that, t- that all ties in the Time Runs Out. So when we get into the Hickman series, we'll talk a little bit about that there. Yeah, but I think you're right that like. For so long, he was just kind of like, and he's got like when we do the Avengers series with Hickman, there's good issues with Shang Chi in there. When they go and they've got to try to get the uh, information out of the uh, the gambling island, mm-hmm. and Shang Chi just fights the entire room of people. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is trying all this subterfuge shit. Shang Chi's like, I beat it out of them. It's fine. I know the answers. Let's go. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait, no, but I, I would bug this guy and I talk to this guy for hours. Like, no, 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 I just beat the hell out of them until the time I wanted to know. <laughs> like, he's for so long been this quiet badass. And like you said, kind of like a white guy or a foreign guy, but now we're getting more depth into the layers because of the opportunities that <sighs> Marvel's editor in chief. So I'm glad. Say so, yeah, because we couldn't. Hmm, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we had to go there because this is all the piece of this as well that goes into <laughs> just Marvel's how deep in chief. Yeah, is a white portly man <laughs> by the name of C. B. Cebulski. If you search his name in my Twitter account, it's nothing positive. He, just so you guys know, there's a reason. Um, he started writing under a pseudonym, Akira Yoshida, because when he was at Marvel as an editor, he couldn't write. He was a pseudonym for a bunch of Japanese-themed books here for Marvel in the early 2000s to circumvent a policy about editorial writing. Um, Cebulewski didn't just use it as a cover. He had an elaborate lie of a backstory. And now, as editor-in-chief, he 
is employing and creating opportunity for writers of color. At a much greater clip than anyone else in the industry, any other time in the industry. That's the sense. That's all. I'm not going to cast judgment. I'm not going to tell you how to feel. I'm not going to ask Chris how he feels. I know how I feel. She's going to speak the facts. She's going to say the facts. I'm telling you what happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I Again, this is one of those ones of just like, I don't even know how to deal with it. Right. She's just like, this happened. Um, but even the fact that this, that, that could even happen. Right. And then again, seeing the fact that Marvel Studios made him edit and wasn't going to, you know, oh, well, yeah, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know he did that. And that was it. It's just like, okay. But, um, yeah, but that's the kind of stuff that we're, you're, you're dealing with in, in these previous issues. You have, when you don't have Asian voices in a room, you have a character that that's right for this stuff. Like I said, there's and we'll put them in the reading notes for this. There's plenty of books to read that also he's in, and we've covered some of these before. And that's the thing: for the longest time, I feel like this is a character that's kind of, you know, while he's been like he's just badass that does all this stuff. He's also quietly just shown up in other people's important runs, like Marvel Knights one through fifteen. He's in there. He's part of that team mm-hmm. uh, with Daredevil, Black Widow, Dagger. And Moon Knight that bring that's trying to bring down the Punisher, go through all this stuff. He shows up in that. He's in that series like you mentioned before. In the Civil Wars, uh, Heroes for Hire, the one that's led by uh, Misty and, and Colleen, he's in that in that series. He's part of that team, going through all that stuff. And we covered that when we did the Misty and Colleen, um, the Daughters of the Dragon character corner. Um, he's in he's in Spider Island. He gets spider powers at one this, point. This this honestly got. Doing this reading is when I reread all of Dan Slott's Spider-Man. Because I was like, yeah. oh, I forgot how good this was. Yeah. You know, he gets spider powers. And, you know, it's, you know, for somebody who's already, you know, a Kung Fu master, and then you get spider powers on top of that. But he was also training when, because uh, Peter lost his powers, he was training Peter. And that, because I remember uh, in uh, the latest issues, he, he brought that up. It's like, hey, Peter, have you still been training? Peter's like, yeah, when I got my powers back, I kind of just started to stop. I stopped. <laughs> Um, and so you're going through all this stuff. You're dealing with him. You know, he's the, he's the character that always get brought in. Usually if the hands involved or something like that, he's eventually you're going to see Shang-Chi show up, you know, mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I want to say, doesn't he show up in the Matt Fraction run of Iron Fist at some point? Yeah. 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 He's in there too. So it just, it's a character that shows up, like I said, every now and then. I, I think, um, he says in that secret Avengers run, where uh, a big part of that, early, that Secret Avengers run, um, uh, the, the 6 through 12, is um, when Cap and them are trying to stop um, the LMD uh, version of, um, of, of uh, Nick Fury from, from re, um, reincarnating Zhang Su, right? Um, who is, who, and this is where uh, Song Chi realizes that that's who his father really is. Right. And, and, and gets more information about his father. The, the organizations, his father is, was, was as funding and things like this. They stopped that from happening. Um, and then he kind of works with the, uh, uh cap and the secret Avenger on and off during that series. And then joins the Avengers and, and, uh, Avengers volume five. And we'll talk more about that when we do the Hickman stuff in there. Um, sure. he's in totally awesome Hulk. Uh, there's a Deadly Hands of Kung Fu one through four. Uh, they do a Agents of Atlas. Yeah, he does eight Agents of Atlas. He's in in that series, you know, which happened under CB Sebelewski's watch. But you understand my country, like my pain, and yeah. trying to figure out how to navigate this. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna lie, you, I, I, I wasn't sure how you were gonna go with that because, like, I know when it first happened, you were very upset. We were like, nobody. I'm still. And, and, and you're still upset. You're still upset. upset. Yeah, you know, when I say very upset, it's like no, you should be go. But then you're like, you're watching. It's like oh, shame doesn't work. Because he's actually he's doing a fucking good job over there. It's like it's like he keeps damn. bringing in more divorced voices <laughs> and like uplifting the right names. And I'm like, God oh, damn! You know what? I you know what? It, you know what it is? I know. I know what it is. It's a Ralph Northam from from the, the Virginia uh, mm-hmm. governor when he did the blackface. <laughs> I 
that's what it is. That's what the shit is. It's like he got caught doing the blackface. His wife had to stop him from doing the moonwalk. And then all of a sudden, as you know, he's super progressive because it's like, man, I got to earn it. It'd be easier for me. She should have let him move on. <laughs> no, you really should. You know, you know, I say, I, I would have liked... hate him no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Could have at least gotten a great gift, a usable gift for the rest of my life out of that. Right. Come on, man. I would like to see the moonwalk. Um, man, look. But, um, yes, but all this kind of leads to, and again, you can read all these things. They're fine. Again, this is a character. Uh, the big thing about this character is, you know, greatest kung fu master, greatest hand-to-hand combat. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't have powers, so he's over here holding his own against, you know, um, other you know superpowered individuals. But can they take him? On? But also has this, and again, it's that, <laughs> and again, this is where you got to navigate that. That, and I love that they're playing around with it in the the current series, the heart of gold, the Asian. Guy who just mm. he's always gonna do the right thing. And again, it doesn't seem racist until you look at it going like, but it is. It's like the one that has the code of honor and can't do certain things. And it's like, oh, come on, dude. Really? We're still stuck on this? Like we're this is what we're doing in 2020. You know, it's like, come on. Like, um, in the um Civil War issue uh with Heroes for Hire, it's when uh, 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 Paladin betrays the team to try to take down Cap, and Shang Chi is the one that that helps Cap escape, right? <clears throat> um, and does all that kind of stuff. So it, it you you he's that you know again, um, again can can kind of heal himself with the and again Chi just being magical, you know, again that whole thing there, um, but uh. It just never felt like it's ever been modernized, right? Until these new series. Um, I know when we were doing this, you told me to read the series. That was okay. Um, before we get into this, I do have to mention something here because I have been a staunch supporter of um Marvel Unlimited. I have to say they need to fix Marvel Unlimited because it is broken right now. I don't know if if you've seen it, but. They fucked up with the last couple updates. They got rid of mm-hmm. the search, the search feature. They it's they and they seem to know that they fucked it up because they're trying to do something with their database, something like that. But the, the search feature is completely fucked up. You know how in the, the corners used to have like A through Z, and you could you could jump yeah. to can't do that anymore. It's all yeah. pictures. It's not name. Like it is, it is horrendous to find shit right now. It is. There is people out there and Reddit boards and things like that that have been complaining about this for the last couple of months now. I haven't really, I've been away from it for a while and I've, it is almost unusable right now and, and the way they've done it. Um, I, they apparently did this big update because they were adding, they were doing more to add in the Infinite Comics. Um, I know they started this when a few years ago because um, there's an Infinite Comic that they did with uh, Song Chi that ties into the the current is like a four issue one they've done, but then they've also been taking some of the current run and turning them into infinite comics as well. Um, so I think that was part of the big update they did, but then it broke a lot of other things. So I had to get that out there because I'm always telling people to get Marvel Unlimited. I'm just saying, if you haven't updated Marvel Unlimited, don't <laughs> for a while uh, until they fix it because it is a major pain in the ass. But um. But yeah, so you told me to, re- to check these out, and I did, and um, they're great. Do you want to go into a little bit about these and, and kind of how I think they kind of redefine and recenter the character, bring the character, uh, for the first time, it's crazy to say this now, more modern and kind of feels a lot like what they're, they're trying to do with the character in the movies. There's a great scene in the first, so the run is essentially Shang-Chi reintroducing himself to the Marvel Universe. Um, it's the, the opening art is called Verse of the Marvel Universe, and it opens with him kind of interacting with a different pillar of the larger universe in each issue. And one of the issues, the first issue, is Spider-Man. Oh, wait, did you, did you not read the 2021 that leads up to this? Oh, no, I was talking about the, the news here. I apologize. Oh, no. So you didn't read the, the ones that come into this where he finds out about the Five Weapon Society. No. Oh, no. Dude. So I started doing the same thing, too, and I was like, wait, I feel like there's something else. It's the same story. They broke it up, but the oh. first five, oh no, yeah. So the first five, the first five of the the first five of this, I want to say it's the same writer, 
They oh, I have read this. I read it out of okay. Okay, I read this out of order. I've read this in the past. I didn't read it for this. Though. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so that's the one that kind of because it does a lot. Like you said, it reintroduces him to the. the it reintroduces everything that you know about Song Chi. Takes all of it, right? Because the big thing here is it tells you it even kind of retcons a little bit of Song Su because mm-hmm. up to this point you've always told that he had taken he had killed his brother to take his power to you know. To, because he was power hungry, things like that. You later find out that what it was is, is they the the five women society was formed, and it was what's it hand, staff, hammer, hammer, dagger, spear. I think those are all five. Yes, yes. yeah. Um, and so they formed this as a combination of of mystic arts and martial arts to kind of protect mainland China, right? And some of it was like protecting it from like you know Westerners, like you know Westerners coming mm-hmm. over and trying to, you know, push drugs into mainland China and stuff like that. Um, and so uh, in the later in the series, you find out because, you know, uh, Shang-Chi's sister, I think, uh, the, the um, champion of the Deadly Hammer, she kills one of her brothers to try to become the new leader, but the, the flame of, the internal flame of Zongzu uh, picks the champion of, of, of the House of Han, which is Chi. So it's a whole thing with her trying to stop him. I mean, it involves like, you know, the zombie vampires and it's a whole bunch of things, right? Um, but the big thing that it comes out here is that um that his father didn't kill his brother on purpose. As a matter of fact, his father wanted to sacrifice himself uh and wanted to be the one that dies and give that power to um his brother so they could defeat it was Dormammu, and who else was it? Oh, my God. It, I can't remember who, who it was. Uh, but he says, um, he's like, you know, forget my weakness, but I cannot bear the thought of leading the society alone. You've received my spirit energy. Goodbye, brother. That's what his brother uh, says. He's like, you fool, can't you see? Without you, I don't trust me. So what it turns out is his, his father actually knew that he shouldn't have all that power and didn't right. want it, but was given it to him. And that's what he goes down the path that, he assumed he would. And it changes the context there. Yes, it doesn't make his father a good guy. No, his father was still an asshole, still, still an evil guy who led a very dangerous five-weapon society that did a lot of crime. You find, like, it's just like what they did with the, um, I kind of wish now, instead of, I, I know why they called it the, the, the Legend of the Ten Rings. I kind of now wish they had done the five-weapon society in the movie, because that would have been... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been, been doper for me. I get why they had to do the Ten Rings. You had to connect it to what you did in Iron Man, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But to me, the Five Weapons Society is just doper. <laughs> it just kinda, oh, yeah. It's just kind of doper. But it was the same thing. It's like, hey, I'm, you know, uh, you had a, a, a father who didn't want to go down this path, end up going down this path, and, and, and he becomes harder and harder, basically trains his, his children to be these deadly, de- deadly assassins, and his favorite son is the one that abandons him. And in the end, he's left all of this, and that goes into this, this, the second series here is where what you're talking about, which is basically Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe, where he's had the supreme commander of the Five Weapons Society, which is the premier criminal organization in all the Marvel Universe. <laughs> And he's having to deal with the fact that all of his friends are looking at him going like, wait, dude, what? You know, I thought you were a good guy. And it's this whole idea of him having to deal with these new brothers and sisters that he knows, running this organization, trying to undo all the stuff that his father's done, um, and um, still also not have his friends not trust him. And, of course hijinks happens like you know when there's a cosmic cube involved and other things <laughs> you know and so now he's stuck and then in the background you still have somebody you have a, a a plot against him to 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 take down him and the organization and none of his quote-unquote friends you know believe him or trust him anymore and so it's been a really i've been really enjoying this series like i'm gonna add it into my my weekly buy now because like I my monthly buy because I I really like it. I like what they're doing with it. It makes more sense. It mm-hmm. um it gives more context. You know. Also, I like the, fa- the idea that Chi doesn't talk like he's like in a seventies kung fu movie. 
<laughs> you know? He's, yeah. He's, he's got agency. He's got talks. Yes, he's still very dangerous and deadly when it comes to Kung Fu and can fuck people up completely. But, you know, there's other things in here. You're seeing him have to run this organization. And, we've, and, and again, you know, honestly, it feels like a story we've seen before other characters do this. It's like, I am now running, you know, a criminal organization. You know, <laughs> who, who don't want to be criminals anymore. But all no, of them are like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them to be criminals anymore. But they're like, like, <laughs> but we want to be, we still want to be criminals though. So, but uh, and then the infinite comic ties into that. There's a, there's a story in there where one of the old, uh, uh, one of the, 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 the evil doctor in that one, um, who was turning everybody into deadly, tre- basically turning everybody into trees. Um, she worked for his father. And she was like, wait, you yeah. know, you know, the other two, you know, the other two scientists that gave you the antidote that work for you now, they worked with me on this shit. And he's having to deal with the fact that it's like, yeah, I mean, she's evil. She's unreserved. But what do I do with the other two that they made the cure, but then they all, how much other stuff did they make that was like deadly plagues? Like he's having to deal with and wrestle with the idea of, of, of who he is, who did you want to be? And, and how do you change away from tradition too? Right. It's it's a level of moral complexity and like you said, universal themes of family that have been really kind of lacking mm-hmm. for other for better word and other Shang-Chi stories. Like I don't like it when they come on here and have to say that the new stuff's the best stuff, but sorry. That's where we are. Well, it's the only time when you have you it's it feels like this is the only time when the character itself feels like he's having to grow and change. You can look at all the oh, and again, we we're not this is the first time we've ever not gone like Story by story and step by step, because like honestly, there's no growth for the character. There really isn't. He's the same character throughout, you know. Uh, to the point of uh, I remember one point. Um, was it the Here's for Hire when he sleeps with Tarantula? Uh, mm-hmm. and like feels icky afterwards. We shouldn't have done that. It's gonna unbalance my chi. I'm like, really, dude? Really, really, really? We're doing? And I'm like, that's written in what 2014, 2015? Really, guys? Really? Yeah. Really? Actually, no. Civil War. That was like twenty two two thousand seven to the. That was that was the, that was the first Civil War. Either was way, Civil War one. I, I think it was Civil War one, wasn't it? That was like two thousand three, dude. Two thousand three. Yeah. So I guess it was. Oh, oh, six, oh, six, oh, seven. You're right. I was wrong. Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 So it it just feels like really we're doing this. Uh, okay. Really, you're still you're still doing that. So. Yeah, I, I think that this is the first time. Th- this is when, this is when the stuff actually, like you said, it gets good because there's growth for the character. There's an interesting story being told. That another thing too is interesting story that's being told that centers the character himself. A lot of the other things are usually centering something something else. You know, it involves Chung Chi, but it's not centered the, him. This is centering him. He's having to figure out even that first that that first that that, that first run that happened in 2020. With him finding out about the society, the whole thing here was him the, sitting down, him having to realize it's like, well, the problem you're having right now is that you're running away from who you are. You know, you're <laughs> trying to say that, you know, you're not your family, but it's like, but that's, that's your family. That is part of who you are. You can't just sit there and say, I'm not them. It's like, well, you need family. You can't just be alone in this world. And so him becoming the supreme commander and taking over is his way of saying, okay, cool, I'm going to move forward from this. And so. Yeah, I, I really like what they've done with the new series there, and I feel like it it gives you something to kind of deal with, you know. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. So. No, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I'm just looking through some of the other stuff here, but like a, a lot of it's just like, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is the most significant stuff we've seen. You know? It's it's and it's and it's really good. Like that's the other thing. Like we're not just saying, "Oh, you treat it because it's recent." It's really good. Mm-hmm. Like especially like now that you see there's clearly a plan with him being introduced to the family, the cult, if you will, and then be, being introduced to the Marvel Universe, Cosmic Cubes fighting fucking Thor. Like it's the whole thing. Bravo! I'm I'm happy with it. I'm excited for it. Can't wait to see what comes next. Yeah. Um, cool. You got anything else you want to add about this one? 
No, we covered a lot of it. I think um, I think there were another one of those cases, again, like I said, like the next thing that comes out of this universe is going to be the best thing that comes out of this universe. And mm-hmm. I think that's exciting to see because they've got the care and time put into it as well. Right. And, and again, I think this is one of those ones, an example of of Marvel Studios kind of saying that, okay, we've now established ourselves. We can now start off by correcting some of the things that we've done before, make it better. So we've, we've already seen this, this, this happen a little bit, right? We saw this with um, even what they're doing with, with Captain Marvel, you know, like let's, let's tie all the Marvels together. Let's tie, you know, Monica's powers directly to Captain Marvel and, and have, have, have some kind of relationship between these two instead of having to try to shoehorn it in later on. You know, I know a lot of people are complaining about what they think is happening with uh, uh, Miss Marvel and the changing of her power there and things like that. But I'm like, well, let's think about it, guys. Like, why is that a bad idea? Why not? Why, why not make the changes now in the movies that make sense versus, you know, sometimes when you're doing things in comics, you think they make sense, but it's because of, well, we had to do this because we need to sell books <laughs> or, you know, we had it yeah. in a certain way to do it to Marvel studios. Doesn't, doesn't have that same problem. They're going to print money, <laughs> right? So they know That's that. So they, so they know they can, they can, they can lead, they can lead out, out, out the gate with some of these things up front. And so we're seeing them do that. And I think that's why, you know, some of the rumors you're hearing about what's coming out of, you know, uh, Wakanda forever and why they're not going to recast T'Challa for Black Panther. It's like, well, Black Panther was a mantle, guys. So it passing on to somebody else is something you can do. Can you do that in books all the time? Maybe not. Because, again, like you always say, sometimes, you know, everybody's comic. Sometimes you got to write a comic sometimes like it's everybody's like somebody's first. Right. So you can't, you can always, you can only make so much change in some of the comics before you get the almost reset to give a starting off point, a jumping off point for somebody else coming in. But for the Marvel universe, cinematic universe, no, you you really don't, you know, it's okay to kind of come in or even if you, even if you do, it makes sense. It's like, we can, we can do this. We can change the mantle in the next movie and that's fine. Things like that. So I think you're seeing more of that. And I think. Seeing what they did, and, and again, seeing the success of what Song Chi did in a pandemic in the theater. I think it's still the highest grossing domestic box office, right? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that to me tells me it's like, well, yeah, we can keep doing this shit. We don't have to change, you know? We don't have to worry about that. What we did works. So we're going to continue to do that. So It's in first place so that Spider-Man drops. Because they don't yeah. know if they're coming for their money, baby. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because once that Spider-Man drops, it's... They're not fucking around at all about nope. this money. They are not. They are... Alright. Um, let's see. Oh, man. Okay. Alright. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Character Corner on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Spotify. Um, we will be back when we come back. We'll be uh hitting what is it part six now of Inches of the Hickman verse. We'll be jumping right into <laughs> Avengers, so that'll be fun. So, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace.